morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night, good whatever time it is, wherever you are listening to this podcast. Welcome to episode 15, episode 15. And I'm so excited. It's a new month. Hello, March. Ah, what a journey this has been. And what an episode we have for you. In fact, what a month we have for you ahead right here on Living Truthfully. But first, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Because of you, we have hit 30,000 plays on this podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for feedback. Thank you for sharing. Ah, I'm so blessed. Uh, I'm so blessed. I want to say a special thank you to you who have actually reached out and said, Amani, we heard you in the last podcast. How can we donate? How can we get engaged? And I want to tell you that we are going to be sharing that information with you very soon. But thank you for being so positive and for being so understanding. Now... In this month of March, we're going to be talking to experts because we spent a lot of time hearing men say why they're getting married, why they are still single. And I thought, you know, we could get these experts to come and start to give us some insight onto what goes into the man, uh, into the mind of a man or to the man mind. And starting today, right here in studio with me, is the most amazing voice we have in this country and he's gonna be telling us just from his perspective what goes on in a man's mind so ladies and gentlemen welcome with me one michael oh yeah good morning And I have to say, these conversations contain mature themes and listener discretion is advised. What did you have for breakfast? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really excited. Um, uh, dude, you don't know what it is to it, what it means to have you here. Um, Michael is my friend, I think. I consider him my friend. I don't know what he thinks of me. <laughs> but you know those friends that you look up to? That's what you are to me. I'm humbled and honored, sir. Um, and one of the things I like is how well put together you are. Michael, you make me feel like I'm quite disorganized. Maybe it's only just an impression. <laughs> uh, maybe, but um, I'm very grateful to have you in studio. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Michael, You, I, I want to just establish a little bit of who you are. Um, you, We know you from TV. Mm. We know you from reading uh, news, um, but I heard, you know, that you uh, have a couch where people sit on and tell you their problems. Is that true? Yes, it's true. I'm a counseling psychologist by training. <laughs> counseling psychologist. So it's not about the couch; it's about the training. Okay. <laughs> Please, <laughs> yeah, because I have a couch too, but I, it doesn't serve the same purpose. Um, so you're, you're a counseling psychologist. Uh, what other hats do you wear? Life leadership and communications coach okay yes as a certified executive leadership coach and you are telling me life um, leadership and communication are you know coaching is is, is you, you go through the same process but for different purposes yes you're a father I am a father 
You're a man. <laughs> I am a man. Uh, what what other what other roles do you play? I'm a brother. Yeah, yeah. I'm a son. Mm. I'm a friend. Oh yes, you are. But I think the most important mm. is that I'm a child of God. Mm. Uh, submitted to him. Mm. I feel like saying most of the time. <laughs> and those are the exceptions where I take up my rebellious way mm. as many of us do in sinning. Mm. But I do believe in love. And I I believe that that is the one thing that God would want us to share with him mm. and to share with the people around us. Mm. Apart from that, mm-hmm. I really endeavor, mm. I think I fail on many counts, but mm. I really endeavor to be disciplined, to be dedicated, to be diligent mm. and determined in whatever I do. Mm. Yeah. Wow. All right, so you already know who's a better man in this conversation. <laughs> How are you? <sighs> the shrink session starts, dude, I'm in trouble, man. I'm good. I'm in an interesting space. Um, I think well I know I've just come out of a very dark space so I've come out of a dark space I'm beginning to build again it's exciting it's I feel the sense of newness and the excitement of a fresh start mm-hmm. and, and it's a fresh start with some things that carry over you know I have children that um, I love and I have a great relationship with their mother. But I have a fresh start on career, on a fresh start on relationships. But they are, I don't know if I want to... Um, I'm scared mm. of this relationship space. Mm. I'm scared. Mm. I don't know if I'm ready for it. What's the hurry? Um, there's no hurry. I agree. A part of me tells me, don't let fear stop you. So I think that's the that's the that's the dilemma. So there's a part of me that says there's no hurry, and I've said that to myself. But I think part of the narrative was as a result of fear, hmm. and so I use there's no hurry as a as an as a great excuse. I mean, there's no hurry. The children need time to grow. Uh, and then, on the other hand, there's, you know, now that there's, that you're proclaiming boldness and courageousness and this, shouldn't you then also just put yourself out there and see what gives? And so. So what's the reason for the fear? You know that? Part of it. I've made major mistakes and I'm afraid I'll make them again. And if you do? feel like the gravity of if I do would be way more than the first time round. Forgiving myself was very difficult. Mm. I don't want to put myself in a space I have to forgive myself for the same things again. Sounds like you're perfect. Uh, far from perfect. My sins are before me. What's that? Psalm 51? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not perfect. 
I'm far from perfect. Uh, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. <laughs> so then there is a true risk, a reality. Mm. You make other new mistakes mm. or the same mistakes again. Say. Yes, there is a reality of that and a, and a high possibility. <laughs> um, I think, I'm just wondering, I mean, why would I want to put myself in the space where I make the same mistakes again? What can I do now that stops me from making the same mistakes? Mm. That's that's the que- that's where I'm at. Yeah. Do you have some answers yet? No. Do you have some? They would be mine. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you doing? Tell, tell me. Help a brother. <laughs> mm. They're different things. Mm. Um, there's seeing yourself in the reality of who you are. Mm. And I think we've both mm. done that and we've come face to face. Mm. I am not who I present myself as. I am not who I told myself I am in my head. Mm. I'm a very different person. Mm. And now we accept who that person is. Mm. Getting to that point is already a journey of grace, if you ask me. Mm. Because when you're caught up in the rigors of it, you can't even see beyond your own nose. You don't even know that you're in there. Mm. And I think God graciously shows us, Listen, this, this is who you are. Mm. And he doesn't smash us with us with, with it. Mm. He shows us graciously. Mm. As I shared also, you know, the offer of therapy was given. Mm. Go for therapy. Mm. Uh, okay. Under compulsion. Mm. <laughs> I went for one or two sessions and I was like, you know, Mm. no. I, as a therapist, went for one or two and I was like, (laughs) nah. Because I was not at the point where I wanted or I was ready to do that part of the work. Mm. But the journey that has helped me, and by no means am I saying it is what would help everyone else, Mm. has been... listening and hearing what God says. Mm. And it's not in any Michael, no. It's God speaking directly to Mm. me Mm. through those things that are available to us. You know, you read God's word. Mm. uh, You hear someone say a statement and you go and consider it, meditate upon it and contrast it against God's word again. Mm. Mm. And just doing that. And there was one gentleman who asked me the question that started me off on a different path. Mm. And I was having trouble, and trouble doesn't even meet it, but I wasn't forgiving myself. Mm. Yes, I understand the Lord died for us. Mm. Yes, he's my savior. And I understand all that Mm. in the head, but I hadn't accepted. So he asked me, Michael, is your court a higher court than God's? Mm. So if God says you're forgiven, mm. not for only the past, mm. but for the present, and believe it or not, also for the future, who are you to continue mm. you know, beating yourself? That was one several mm. years ago. Mm. Only last year, 
I then understood out of the study of Romans mm-hmm. we we really believe we need to do something mm-hmm. there's work for us to do mm-hmm. you know I've got to sweat it out when mm-hmm. I sweat it out then I'll you know mm-hmm. do the exercise chisel the body mm-hmm. makes sense in the natural mm-hmm. but what I gleaned from Romans is first God is not surprised by our depravity mm-hmm. and everything he has put in place is is for us not to have to continue living in our depravity. Mm. And believe it or not, all he asks or requires is that we believe. Mm. And then after you believe, mm-hmm. then please allow me to work. Mm-hmm. So, temptations come. Mm. they're there and in fact they don't only come mm. we create some mm. <laughs> yeah mm. and I've learned to have very honest conversations mm. with God mm. Lord I really like that lady right now the thing I'm thinking is ABC mm-hmm I know it's not good. I know it would not please you. Mm. And I know that what you want is X, Y, Z of mm. me. Mm. I can't do X, Y, Z. So if you want X, Y, Z of me, please help me not do A, B, C. And I totally rely upon him by just now, once, once said and shared, mm. Mm. I move on. God will take care of it. And amazingly, you find that some of these encounters which might have had a good reason to take place, mm. but you had your one, two, three in your head mm. might not take place. Mm. Or that if they do take place, the direction of the conversation and everything couldn't even lend itself mm. to your one, two, three. Mm. And later as you look back, you can see That he carried you sometimes away from it mm. sometimes right through it mm. not because and I'm not belittling this not because of my boundaries mm. but more so because of his working as I yield to him as we pass the offering bag <laughs> I have a question for you, man. Just based on this. So what happens if I still end up doing ABC? I shouldn't have met this chick. We shouldn't have gone as far as we did. But we did. Yet, I had had the conversation with God. <laughs> I'd even called my boy. I'm like, stop me <laughs> from from this. Then I circumvented my boy <laughs> and did everything wrong. Cause I, and and I'm, I'm going to the space of self-condemnation when it comes to forgiving yourself, you know? Because there is, for some people, for me, 
and some circumstances. But I, I know it, I represent a few people as well. You feel like you're caught in this cycle, you know, like I keep. And I think that's what, that's my, my nightmare is about making the same mistake over and over again. That's that's my nightmare, you know? Like, boss, give me new mistakes to make. I'll be happy to say that Jesus died for these ones as well. You know, I, I'm not belittling his blood. I'm just saying that I feel like I can easier deal with new mistakes than feeling like I'm in the rut of just doing the same thing over and over again. If he has washed us clean every time you confess and repent he has put it as far as the east is from the west to god every time we sin is anew i don't know if you get it so for us it looks like i'm doing the same thing over and over again yes but for him because he, put he doesn't it, remember yeah he he decided to put it mm, away mm. And, and here is where, you know, sanctification, mm. the process of becoming more like Christ, mm. it's a process and it's a lifelong process. So today, you know, we, we have the sin that, mm. and maybe its frequency, you know, increase, it reduces, reduces. Mm. So that, you know, now instead of every week, Every month and every two months. Should have started every two weeks. I'm with you, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are allowed, mm. we are in fact encouraged mm. to come and confess mm. and repent and go. Mm. Now, when you give the example of you know, a new one. I, mm. I find it hard to forgive myself. I don't know what what is talking there. What is really speaking there? Let me turn it. How could I do this again? Mm. I am better than doing this again. Mm. I, I, I. And the thing is, we're not all that. Mm. We are not all that. So what if you come back 490 times, remember? Mm. Seven times 77. So what if you come back? Do come back. That was for me. <laughs> that was definitely for me. <sighs> Michael, how are you? I feel like I should do the same. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? A space where, as I just said, mm. I hear mm. and I'm not perfect. Mm. And the encouraging thing is the returning. Mm. Uh, one of my commitments this year is to, to keep conversation. Uh, with God not not you know uh, the formal aspect of going mm. and praying but mm. keep conversation mm. it, it might be happening in my head in my mind myself but there's a conversation that's mm. going on mm. 
even to the extent that you know what you described with your boy mm. such conversations go on with god i know i shouldn't be going here mm. i shouldn't be going here i know i am making the bad decision but what is happening mm. as i said the frequency it starts reducing yeah yeah what i don't forget though is that it's not me mm. you know we can we can we have a propensity to think of what how i did it mm. it's not my it's not my mm. you know prayers or my deleting numbers or my that has kept or has helped the frequency reduce mm. it is all god because even deleting that number might have been impossible for me under any other circumstance mm. Are you are you happy? What is happiness? You I'm joyful. You're joyful. I'm joyful. You know, are there challenges in life? There mm. are challenges. Mm. Are we walking through the challenges? Yes. This is a deja vu. <laughs> Very interesting. Mm. Joyful. Joyful. Are you peaceful? Yes. Okay. Why do you ask? Because I think they're different. Um and I think I'm seeking peace. Uh, like I'm um I'm really looking for that space of zen, you know. That there, there could be time oil and I acknowledge and you know, the things not working, there's challenges that we're working through. I like the way you make problems look so neat. <laughs> because the challenges <laughs> um but i want to be able to face them from a from a zen space kind of like a kung fu master you know um it, it seems like you're fighting effortlessly because you're you're from a you what, what do they call it they call it your chi you know is <laughs> yeah so so peace that's why i ask about peace because for me It's so high on my list of priorities right now. I don't know where to find it, but I was going to share a passage mm. of scripture. I I need to find it uh, because I'm I'm not doing it justice. Do you mind? No, I don't mind. I look at that. You see, these are the conversations I'm telling you I'm having. Mm. You see it's so quick. It means we're, we're right on track. Mm. <laughs> Um, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts heart and minds mind through Christ Jesus. Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever, all right. Mm. So, I'm going to read this passage. Mm-hmm. That's Philippians four. Yes, mm. this is the Message version, which I never read alone. I read it with any other mm. first. Yeah, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Mm. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into. prayers mm. letting god know your concerns now this is the part i before you know it 
a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. Hmm. I think that should be our drop mic moment. Thank you. Thank you for trusting me. Next on Living Truthfully. Um, and you can share from your experience, from your experiences as a psychologist, from your knowledge base, I mean, from anywhere you choose. Why do you think men get married? First, I think we always have a choice. Mm. It's just at that point, mm. what are the, how heavy are the consequences mm. of whichever choice we make, mm. assuming there are two options, mm. to marry or not to marry? Mm. This is Living Truthfully. <laughs> 